Hello and welcome to the Screenplay Writers Podcast, episode 19. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello again and welcome to episode 19 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. I am Ryan Abbott. My name is Nathan Hare. Check out my new website, NathanHare.com. And I've posted some PDF links. Great. Thank you for that, Nathan. Great to be here with you for episode 19 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. Uh, Today we're going to talk about dialogue for, for once, which is an interesting subject with lots of stuff to talk about um but first let's just uh dive into this one nathan have you seen any good movies lately what have you seen no i haven't seen anything nothing at all. yeah no me neither i've been just walking around really a lot. yeah just where walking just walking you know up and down the sidewalks just because it's fall now and Leaves are changing, and it's just uh, looking for inspiration. You know, everywhere I everywhere I walk, everywhere I everywhere I look, got a uh, few ideas brewing. Just about the topic of autumn, just kind of tonality wise, thinking about autumn leaves changing into winter snows, and uh, yeah, got a lot of ideas brewing in that direction how are you i am fantastic i just put out a new website i don't know if you heard me in the in uh, in the intro just there nathanhair.com it's uh i actually paid someone to design it for me and it has all of my work and my contact information and headshots and photos and and everything is it's all up there what do you need headshots for uh, just in just case. Just to have them. Just good, to kind of have. Good and, idea. Good and idea. it is one of those things. I'm not particularly an actor. Uh, I would say that I'm uh, a screenplay writer first and foremost. But if there mm-hmm. ever was a role that was just happened to be perfect, and a casting role. director saw him on my web, happened to stumble upon my web page right. and saw the photos, and and also it's helpful when you have a screenplay if you're submitting it to submit a photo of yourself as well, just so they kind of get a sense of who you are, you know, right, I, right. all my headshots are very much, I would say, reflections of my personality. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm big into superhero stuff, so I'm, and some of them I'm dressed as Superman. Uh, others, I'm just kind of like in a, in a loose robe by the yep. pool sort of thing. Just kind of. Suit, sh- in a suit, suit with a yeah. loose tie. Yeah. I like that shot. Suit with a loose tie, holding yeah, a martini. Yeah. It just says to me, professional yet casual. Yes. You're going to get your work done, but you're not so uptight about it. Yeah. that That's what that shot says to me. I think that was a great, great photo shoot, whoever took those shots. Yeah. I don't know if they were selfies or what. Some of them were selfies. Some of them I did actually hire a professional portrait photographer for, and nice. that was expensive. That was yeah, yeah. Uh, a real dent in t- into my bank account. As you well with the website design, I, the website, it looks great, but it uh, I, I hired a kind of a they're, – they're known for, like, doing high-level UI structure for uh, – the company that I hired is actually known for like doing online banking for. Oh. For, yeah. So my webpage 
it has the capacity to do all that. Right. Uh, People can just pay you directly through your website for stuff. Yes, absolutely. Right, right, right. You I know what I was... I set up my own, my own e-transfer service. So. That's a great idea. I was thinking, you know, this uh, brings up a, an interesting idea that we've chatted about before, but... You know, you said it was expensive to put this stuff together. One thing that screenwriters have an incredible advantage uh, for over others is that we can do quid pro quo, uh, you know, work with uh, with other vendors. And so what you could possibly have done is to offer to, in exchange for the, this company building your website, you could offer to write a screenplay for them. I, I did, yeah. So, I did, yeah, and I sent them. That was a, could, my, in my original email. Uh, they definitely preferred the to be money, paid their usual right, rate. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, but. but the screenplay that I wrote, I think it's actually a win-win because I think it's actually really good. And I well, sent it to them, and I think it could actually have some, some potential on the market. So That's fantastic. And, you know, it's they can bankers, then... Bankers? Uh, okay. Bankers designer. Uh, bankers website designers for life. Oh, now, now is that a dramatic sort of picture or yes. what were you picturing for that? That would be a good one to touch on later in um, maybe a logline cage match. You could Absolutely. do a little pitch for it some some future episode. Yeah, totally. But yeah, so check out my website. I have PDF links to all the screenplays I've written as well as those that are unfinished as well. I also have some PDF links to just kind of my loose brainstorming. Uh, Word docs, etc. Just ideas that I have in case you're that's, interested in those. Yeah, that's where a lot of your gold lies, Nathan. Yeah. I would say in your brainstorming notes, uh, because th- there's so many great ideas just sitting on the page, waiting to be, you know, uh, polished and mined and and, uh, and and mapped out. So that's a real valuable tool you've provided for the audience. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, if you and if you do know anyone who's who is looking for screenplays, toss them them on my website. Yeah. Let's talk about dialogue, the theme for today's show. Nathan, what what is dialogue? It's essentially just, um, to kind of break it down in its simplest form, it's the characters talking. Right, uh, right. In my opinion. That's right, and it forms a big part of a screenplay. If you're looking at word count-wise, um, the dialogue portion of a screenplay is going to you know, be a large proportion of your total word count. Uh, you know, Upwards of 80% of the words in your word processor uh, screenplay file. So we recommend you use Word. Word, Microsoft we Word also is, is like the best. our favorite, I thought, was Google Google Docs. Oh, yeah, Google and Docs. And Word yeah. plays slightly second in our analysis of that, but they're both fantastic. Third would probably be uh, Pages for the Mac. Right. Book. Oh, I'm really starting to love Pages. Yeah. But dialogue, the idea with dialogue is that you want to make it interactive and interesting, Okay. If I had, it's the two eyes. Yeah. When it comes to dialogue, every time I write dialogue, I think, is it interactive in terms of the two characters? You know, are they looking at each other? Are they responding to each other's statements so that one person says one thing, the other replies, and it's a legitimate reply. It's not just introducing a new subject that has nothing to do with what that person said. Even though a lot of screenplays today. Use that tactic, which I I don't follow, frankly. 
So what you can also do is take your dialogue and take it up a notch or two. Make it a trialogue. Make it a quadrilogue or a pentalogue, which you have, you know, three, four, five people talking to each other, not all at once, but to each other in a, in a what, you know, what you'd call a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, almost like it's a Robert Altman type of uh, approach where you have multiple characters, conversations happening, uh, people chatting. You're not sure who you should follow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. And a, a, a good way to make sure that your dialogue is realistic is to read it out loud. I was going to say I and I. Yeah. Interactive and interesting. Exactly. But no. And an easy way to remember that is to look in the mirror because if you can just remember your two eyes. Oh, I like for that. Seeing, and then think of two eyes like the letter. That's a great That's idea. That's what I do. But uh, your point, though, about reading the dialogue out loud is a fantastic idea as well, Nathan, where you you literally take your page and read it out loud. Yes, even if you're in a cafe. Even if you're in <laughs> a cafe. It's embarrassing, but do it. It's allowed. Yeah. Last time I checked, there's no no talking rules in cafes, except for maybe Steam Engine Coffee, which had a... Quiet Tuesdays, yeah. which was not fun to work, let me tell you. Well, that was a rule that they kind of put on us because we were talking so loud <laughs> yeah. in the back. They said, yeah. okay, we need quiet Tuesdays, Yeah. which at that point was that we had been down to one shift a week on Tuesday evenings, and yep. it was, the neighbors were complaining because we brought we actually brought the mics back there and we're kind of doing yeah. a little talking thing. Yeah, we were. It was too loud. The, the, the police came twice. Just uh, because we were talking so much, apparently, we were allegedly, just having a, allegedly having a regular conversation, yeah. but at an insane volume. Yeah, I. Th- but I think it was, uh, I think it was uh, Big Pete who called the police on us, who was actually the cashier who worked yeah. Tuesday night. He was, who was, he was not not happy. He liked things quiet. He's a yeah. fairly subdued guy. Yeah. Great, as guy everyone else did. There, they all were obsessed with quiet. Yeah, they were. At Steam Engine and Fire Hall, as, as Fire they're, Hall, they're pretty interested in quiet, lot, too. Uh, yeah. They're interested. Yeah. They're, they're getting more and more interested in quiet, it seems, <laughs> the longer we work there. The which more is obsessed strange. they've I, kind of become. At first, they seem to like the energy. And you know what? Still a great group. We love working there. Yeah. Love you, Fire Hall. <laughs> All right, let's move on to script surgery. Dialogue. Character development. Wittiness. Grammar. So this is where we take a look at an existing screenplay, a screenplay that's out there, a movie that you can watch currently. And we essentially dissect this sucker to the ground. We we take it apart one by one. Like surgeons. And like surgeons. um, Piece by piece, limb by limb, and then we reassemble it in a format that that would work. Let's say we take an unworking script and we we make, make it, work. it work. Yes, much today, like a surgeon does to with, a patient. Yeah, with a heart or lungs. So today or we're going to talk about the Devil Wears Prada. The Devil Wears Prada. So what I find most interesting about the Devil Wears Prada is the dialogue. It is pretty darn fantastic and partly because it's brought to life by some of our favorite actors and the guy who plays the boyfriend is one of my favorite i forget his the name boyfriend steve and anne hathaway's character she's dynamic and, and engaging and interesting and interactive the two eyes yep. all of her dialogue bring out those mirrors because bring out the mirrors two because eyes. she's reflecting 
Excellent. Yes. And Meryl, Meryl Streep, Streep, we don't care for. <laughs> you don't care for Meryl Streep. I'm a Streep head. I'm a Streep head. Anything Streep does, I'm in. Uh, I don't know. I her, find her... I don't want to see what all the hype is about. She's a little dramatic for Nathan, I think. It reminds you of your, you mentioned to me once, your third grade teacher, Mrs. Streep. It was Streep. Meryl Streep it who Meryl ended Streep. up teaching me. It wasn't Meryl me, Streep. Yeah. Your teacher was not Meryl Streep. She just looked like Meryl Streep. She looked Streep. a hell of a lot like the, her. The, that's the thing is that Nathan actually thought it was Meryl Streep. The whole time. Until, and was, until about five years ago. Yeah. He thought his third grade teacher was Meryl Streep because that's what his parents told him. Yes. My parents, as he a saw, joke, mentioned yeah. that after parent-teacher interviews, and well, I ran with it, uh, essentially bringing up that fact to... Multiple, multiple people in my class, and I kind of carried it around as almost like a interesting fact about me yeah, throughout almost, the rest of my life. Yeah, almost like you believe in the Easter Bunny. Not Nathan, but like people believe in the Easter Bunny or, or something like that. For I believe that my third grade teacher was, was Meryl, Meryl Streep. Streep. And, and I, I was explaining, no, it's not. Because Nathan once wa- was watching the Oscars when he was about eight or ten or something. Right? I'm just, this is the story you told me, Nathan. I believe yes. it. And you saw the woman except the award it was Meryl Streep and it looked like your teacher Mrs. Streep which was an incredible coincidence and Nathan's parents go yeah that's your teacher right there she's uh she's on TV right now she flew downtown from uh from the Okanagan to uh Hollywood California to accept that award she's probably going to mention you right now and then she didn't mention Nathan and his class. Uh, she did a vague three. shout out to friends and family, and I yes, found my, I thought yes. that I was included within he that shout out. That yes. was including him. Yeah. Which, hey, I understand. Yeah. I would have thought that too, maybe. Well, uh, for a long time, that was a major, major part of my identity. Absolutely. The and, fact and that why I was taught by her. Why wouldn't it be? Uh, but anyway, I had a different upbringing where I didn't believe Meryl Streep was my third grade teacher. So I find her fantastic as an actor. Well, yeah. And so now I'm just kind of reminded of that incident and it, it does leave a sour taste in my mouth and I can't really enjoy any of her performances. Uh, and I definitely haven't kept in touch with, uh, Mrs. Streep. Her name is, uh... Uh, Melanie Streep, the third grade teacher that I did have, and she has reached out to me, and I will not respond. Through Facebook. Through Facebook. Well, let's move on to Logline Cage Match. In Logline Cage Match, it's a no-hold-barred um, fist fight to the death yeah, over verbal, a logline. Verbal fist fight over a logline. And we just give each other, you know, the honest feedback about our latest brainstormed ideas about, you know, this idea here and this one there. Is it going to be good? Is it going to work? What would you do? Today I'm going to read one. And Nathan, let me know what you think of this. It's called Jean Chrétien et moi. A rookie cop is shocked to find out his first partner is former Canadian Prime Minister Jean Chrétien. Hilarious hijinks in bilingual languages ensue. Perfect. That's what I've got so yeah, far. Yeah, that's great. I'm excited for it. Keep writing it. Thank you. I will. I, I've pictured it as absolutely chock full of Canadian in-jokes and interesting Canadian dialogue, you know. Everything from maple trees 
the Arctic Ocean, Peacekeepers, Ken Dryden, all the most Canadian topics uh, we're going to, you know, banter on. That's going to be basically the whole movie back and forth. Um, I haven't come up with any story ideas really yet or plot points, but... Uh, well, you don't need to just yet. Those yeah. can be discovered through writing. And yeah. I love this idea. It reminds me of home, which is Canada for me. Right. And you, I suppose... Temporarily, yeah. you know, we're thinking about making the move down to Hollywood, CA, at some point once we look into the visa situation. But for now, yeah. we are thrilled to be here. Yeah. Well, we bought Hollywood T-shirts online, and we we've been wearing those around. Yeah. Just kind of spread the message that this is only temporary, my dear. Yeah. Where we're where we're headed. Well, that brings us to the end of episode 19 on Dialogue. Thanks very much for listening. It's been a pleasure to talk with you, Nathan, just like the theme of our show. I guess a podcast is almost dialogue. Almost. Almost. It's upwards of 80%. Yep. You know, and the other 20% is uh, magic. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will talk to you again very soon. As always, keep your dialogue snappy and interactive and interesting. Always keep writing and make sure to check out NathanHair.com. I have posted the first uh, draft of Top Hat Circus as a PDF, so go and download that. All right, thanks so much.